0: The Braves have a lot of tough decisions coming up when it comes to the 40 man roster. They already made a couple of those decisions on a Wednesday. We'll discuss that and who are some players that could be getting cut. All of that on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Locked on Braves, part of Locked on Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at Shortstop Ball. Also, make sure you check out my written work over at BravesToday.com. I'm posting just about an article a day over there on Braves Today during the offseason. Some of that Ties into what we discussed on the podcast as well, so make sure you check those out. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube if you're new. Up over 7,500 subscribers on YouTube now, so appreciate the support there. If you listen to the audio version, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves there. Appreciate all the support, and if you're an everyday listener, thank you so much for that as well. We got some people joining live. We got Blake uh, Newsom, Michael Patterson, Cameron, Gavin Foreman, Joe Me. Uh, all joining with me live right now. Thank you so much, Joe Me Saban. Loving the the live streams going live pretty much every night during the off season around 9 p.m. central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Cameron Dinkin and every day or first time catching the live stream. So glad you're able to be in here. Gavin as well saying loving the live stream. So thank you for all that. Lady Braves, Chris Jones in here as well. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. On today's episode, I actually did write a companion article to this over on bravestoday.com if you want to check that out, but we're going to be talking about the 40-man roster crunch that the Braves have coming up. We've discussed you know, the contract options the Braves have to make a decision on. We've discussed arbitration-eligible players. But one thing to keep in mind in all this is that Braves got a really big roster crunch coming up here pretty soon. It's, you know, watching the World Series right now. It's been a tight game, but the Rangers are up late. I mean, the World Series could end tonight on Wednesday night, meaning as soon as that happens, you have five days to make a decision on those roster, those contract options that the Braves have on Morton, Rosario, uh, Yates, Hand, and, and McHugh. Um, And then you also have five days to get your 40-man roster back down at or under 40. And the Braves have several players who are on the injured list currently, and they're going to have to add those guys back to the 40-man roster. So you're going to see some guys get cut. And again, we saw some of that already happening on on Wednesday, and that happened before I put this show together. So I apologize if some of this is going to be a little bit, uh, outdated, but I'm going to update you on obviously what has happened to this point. Um, and, and just what that is, I'll go ahead and tell you up front. Sam Hilliard was claimed off waivers by the Orioles. And then uh, Ben Heller and, sorry, scrolling through here, Andrew Velasquez were uh, outrighted to Triple uh, A. So that's three, three guys right there already off the 40 man roster. But let's go through it again. This first part I, I put together before. Uh, the news on Wednesday, but there are currently 28 pitchers on the 40-man roster, eight on the injured list with Inoa, Kyle Wright, Michael Soroka, Tyler Matzik, uh, Dylan Lee, Yanni Torinos, Nick Anderson, and Colby Allard. Um, those guys have to be added to the 40-man roster for the af- offseason. They have to be added five days after the World Series end, which again... Rangers at one nothing here in the seventh inning. It could very well end on Wednesday night. And then they have 18 position players currently on the 40-man roster. One was on the IL and Sam Hilliard, and he is now with the Orioles. Like The Orioles don't already have enough outfielders. That one, a little surprising to me, um, but Sam Hilliard is gone. He's a guy out of options. I had him getting let go anyway, so uh, again, not somebody I was expecting to come back. That's 46 players right now that the Braves have, and they have to get that number down to 40. Not to mention they're probably going to want to make more room on the 40-man roster for guys that they want to protect from the Rule 5 draft and obviously any additions they make this offseason. Now, you know, they make might make some additions with some subtractions as well from that 40-man roster, but gotta imagine you're gonna want to leave a spot or two open. During the offseason period, obviously, you know, they can make moves and cut guys as part of those moves. So not necessarily something that you have to do right away. But bottom line, it's going to have to be some players cleared off this roster before the offseason gets underway. I want to start out by looking at who is safe, who we know is going to be on that 40-man roster. And then we'll talk about who I think is not safe and who could be getting let go here pretty soon. Looking at the, the guys who are safe. There's 16 pitchers: Ian Anderson, Dylan Dodd, Bryce Elder, Max Freed, Raissel Iglesias, Pierce Johnson, Dylan Lee, Tyler Matzik, AJ Minter, Jared Schuster, AJ Smith-Shawver, Spencer Strider, Darius Vines, Alan Winans, Kyle Wright, and Wascar Enoa. 16 pitchers in my mind that I believe are safe. If you don't think all 16 of those are safe, I'd be you know would love to have that conversation with you down in the comments section, but. I think those 16 pitchers are safe. They're not going anywhere. And then I think there's 10 hitters that are safe. Travis Darno, Sean Murphy, Ozzie Albies, Orlando Arcia, Von Grissom, Matt Olson, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna, Michael Harris, and Marcelo Zuna. I think those are all locks to be on the 40-man roster. Again, unless one of them is traded, uh, those are all players that I think are locks to be on the 40-man roster. So that's 26 spots, 16 pitchers. 10 hitters leaving 14 spots open. And then if Morton and Rosario, you know, if those contract options are picked up or those guys are brought back, and I, I think they will be, then that's 28 spots, leaving 12 spots open. So that's kind of where I have it right now. I think there's 26 guys who are pretty much guaranteed to stay on the 40-man roster. I think Morton and Rosario's contracts get picked up and so I think they'll be added to the 40-man roster as well, putting them at 28 with 12 spots open. Still a lot of players left on this roster that you're going to have to make a decision on, and that's what I want to talk about next. Uh, Lady Brave says, what's going to happen with Ian Anderson? Had Tommy John, hope is you know he'll be back second half of 2024. I would not expect much from him in 2024, but... Uh, I think I think hopefully if everything goes well, he could be back. You know, it's a 12 to 18 month uh, recovery time for Tommy John surgery. He had it, I believe, either last March or April. So, you know, you're looking at sometime May, June, maybe best case scenario. And then again, it takes a little while for them to get, uh, you know, shake off the rust and get that command back. All right, next we'll talk about. Players who could be easy cuts, as AG7 says, Allard Chirinos and Luke William seem like they could be that. We'll discuss them and more next. Get in all the action this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Just $5, you can win 150 bucks. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options that include spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. And did you know, if you go over to FanDuel like I did today and you check out the odds-on favorite to win the 2024 World Series, you know what team you're going to see at the top? The Atlanta Braves, they have them as the favorites to win the World Series in 2024 at plus 600. So going into the offseason, Braves, at least according to FanDuel, are the favorites in 2024. Says a lot about how this roster is already shaped without even doing anything this offseason. So go to fan, uh, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get, to get in on the NFL action. You got NBA, NHL, World Series, hopefully another game or two. Also make sure you visit fanduel.com/playsafe for tools and resources to help you stay in control of the way you play FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And if this World Series does continue, you can continue listening to it with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Getting back into the 40-man roster crunch that the Braves have going on or will have going on 5 days after the World Series comes to an end. We talked about the players. I think it's safe. I think there are 26 players that I would consider safe right now for the Braves on the 40-man roster. Here are the players who I believe are in danger, who are you know guys that could be kept, might not be kept. And I'm going to start with the players who I think are likely kept. And I disagree a little bit with AG7 who says, uh, Colby Allard is an easy cut. I think Colby Allard gets kept if he has a minor league option left. And according to Fangraphs, he does. But Fangraphs, a little confusing because right now it's still saying pre-2023. Um, so it looks like it's updated for some players but not others. So when I talk about some of these guys who have options, I'm going ba- based off of Fangraphs' website and Again, I'm not sure if that's up to date, but right now it's saying that Colby Colby Allard has another option left. And if that is the case, I think he's a pretty easy candidate to be kept for now. Look, if more upgrades are made and Colby Allard needs to get cut, certainly, you know, I think he could be, but you look at wanting to have as much starting pitching depth as possible. It's very important to have those guys who not only have that big league experience, but also have options where you can move them back and forth between the big league and minor league level. So again, if Allard has that option left, then I think he's a, a pretty easy candidate to keep. If he doesn't, then AG's probably right. I think he's probably an easy candidate to be cut loose. Uh Nick Anderson, I think he'll be back as well. Uh I think they um I think they bring him back uh into the fold for 2024. They have that option with him under Arbitration. I think they'll tender him a contract. He was really good for the Braves, has been good in the past, and I just think they're going to take a shot on him, again, in the bullpen. Dazewell Hernandez, He's has options, has upsides. He's an easy guy to keep. Tonkin's a bit of a questionable one. I say Tonkin they keep for now. Um, he's probably somebody that, you know, if there are other upgrades made and somebody needs to get cut. I think he'd be one of the first ones. To go, he was solid in his role last year, but I feel like I feel you can find those guys. I feel like those guys can be, you know, easily replaced. I mean, if they they are going to sign Jesse Chavez or they do sign Jesse Chavez to a minor league deal, I think he could easily take that role as a a bridge guy, you know, in a mop up type game. So I feel like you know as as solid as Tonkin was, and he gave the Braves some big innings. I feel like that can be replaced, and because he's out of options. You know, again, I would keep him and I think he's safe for now, but I think he's somebody that's definitely could be on the chopping block if more moves are made in the offseason. Yates, I think they pick up his option and I think he'll remain on the 40 man roster. I just think, you know, with the big buyout that they have and it not being that much of a difference in what they're actually going to pay him if they pick up that option. And again, he had good moments. It's just as he himself said, when he was bad, he was really bad. Uh, but I think there's still some good stuff there with Yates. Uh, and I think you know, you bring him back at that price point that they have. Chadwick Trump, he is somebody that I have is safe for now. He's great depth at the catcher position when the Braves have needed him. He's stepped up big. Uh, and he, according again, this is another one according to Fangraphs, it currently says he has an option left. And as that is the case and that's true, then I think that's an easy one to keep. Nikki Lopez, um, I see Michael Cox saying that Lopez is an expensive bench piece, earning more than the starter. I agree with that. And while I think it is questionable um, to pay a defense-only bench player $4 million, I do think the Braves keep him. I think it's very telling. I also have Braden Shumake next on this list, and I think he is safe. He does have options, and the Braves need that middle infield depth in the organization. I think it's very telling the Braves went out and traded for Nikki Lopez, where if you just wanted a defensive first bench player, they could have just as easily called up Braden Shoemake for that role, but they chose not to. So I think that's very telling in the way they feel about those two guys. And I think they're going to keep Nikki Lopez around, even though $4 is a pretty hefty price tag for somebody who, again, is glove first and, you know, he's there, but just basically in an emergency situation or a late defensive replacement, which you know, I don't think Snicker's going to do for Ozzy or Arcia, you know, or Riley, uh, who was really good, obviously, at third base this year. So that's a pretty hefty price tag, when I think Shoemake can bring you something similar off the bench. Look, if Arcia or Albies gets hurt, maybe Lopez spells you for a week or two, you know, if it's a short injury stint. If it's not, I don't think you can run Lopez out there for months at a time. Uh, so I don't know what kind of value he gives you in that regard, but I do love watching him play defense. I have Luke Williams in for now. Uh, again, kind of another one disagreeing with AG7. I think I think Luke Williams is probably the first guy cut when you need to make room on the roster, and he may be anyway just to go ahead and make that room. Um, but again, Van Graaff says he has an option left, and it's always great to have guys on your roster who have options. And the other guy that I have in right now is Forrest Wall. Good source of speed. Shows some signs with the bat in 2023. So I think that's some solid outfield depth for the Braves. So that's 10 players kept. That takes the 40-man roster to 38 with two open spots. And like I said, next guys in line to be cut, I think are in order. Williams, Tonkin. I think Shoemaker. he would likely be traded before he's cut. Uh, I think he's a wall in that mix as well. Um, and again, maybe Allard, maybe Trump, if they don't have options, Trump, you know, you can always find a cheap third catcher option to stick in the minors. I'd try to keep Shoemaker because you need the middle infield depth in the system right now. And he has options. So I would definitely try to keep Shoemaker. but Williams Tonkin, I think would probably be the two guys next on the chopping block if you needed to make room. So I, I left out the guys who I think are likely gone. I think Brad Han is likely gone. They're not picking up that option. Uh, ben Heller, they already DFA'd and assigned to the minor league level. Colin McHugh, I don't think they're picking up that option. Soroka, we've talked about with no options. It's really hard to see them guaranteeing him a big league spot. I hope that they can work out a new deal with him, maybe a minor league deal um, you know, to bring him back. Uh, Joe Joe Reese says I think they keep Soroka around they've stuck by him as long why give up on him now plus I think a has a soft spot for Soroka I have a soft spot for Soroka but I'm again it's the options a lot of these decisions are coming down to options and if you don't think Soroka can win a big league rotation spot out of spring training he's out of options you might end up losing him anyway Maybe go ahead and non-tender him and see if you can work out some sort of minor league deal to bring him back into the fold, but I just don't know that I can confidently say he's going to be in the big league rotation, Or nor would the Braves maybe want him to be right now with what they've seen so far. Hollywood says, I think they keep Soroka. With all he went through, it's worth it. At least give him a full year and see what he has. I do think he can win a spot. And if that's how the Braves feel and Alex Anthopoulos feels, that they feel like he can win a spot, then by all means, keep him. And, you know, include him in that starting pitching depth. It's just without, you know, with the lack of options to send him down if you need to, it makes that very, very risky. Um, Jackson Stevens, another likely candidate that I think could get re-signed to a minor league deal. Torinos, talking about the Braves having a soft spot for somebody, they clearly have something with Torino's to keep him around, but he's out of options as well. I'm not keeping him, but again, the Rays have kept him this long and they really value that depth, but with him being out of options, just like with Soroka, you know, if I'm not keeping Soroka, I'm not keeping Torino's. I I, I still believe more in Soroka than I do Torino's at this point. I have Velasquez down for an easy cut, but they were able to outright him to the minor league level. To keep him around, and then I had Sam Hilliard as a cut as well, and he was picked up by the Orioles. So again, with those cuts, with those additions, that puts the forty-man roster at thirty-eight. That's two open spots. You could make some more with you know cutting Williams, maybe Tonkin or some others. Somebody in here had asked earlier. I apologize, I missed who it was, uh, but had asked about Rule Five guys. And um, we'll probably talk about this more you know, once we get closer to the decision. But some notable Rule 5 eligible players, Luis D'Avila, I think they'll probably try to open up a spot for. And then possibly either Jesse Franklin or Drew Lugbauer, I think they'll try to open up a spot for. I'd probably lean towards Franklin over Lugbauer. Uh, if you could only keep one of the two, I think Lugbauer could get a shot somewhere else. He's put up big power numbers at the minor league level, but obviously hasn't gotten a shot at shot at the big league level. And the Braves really don't have a spot for him. Um, So I think if he were left open to the rule five draft, he may get picked up and get a shot somewhere. Somebody looking for a big left-handed slugger and has an opening at first base. Um, Same for Jesse Franklin, except in the outfield, if you want to take a shot on a potential, you know, platoon guy. Um, So I think they'll try to make room on the, the 40 man roster for, D'Avila and at least Franklin. So that's your two spots there. That would get you up to 40. And then again, if you're going to make any moves in the offseason, somebody else has to get cut. So that's how I see things shaking out right now. Again, it's a lot of decisions that have to be made. You're talking about already right now, 46 guys, you have to get down to 40. And again, you probably want to get down closer to 38, 37 so that you can protect guys from the rule five draft and also open up some space for additions. But again, you can make those subtractions when you make the additions in the offseason. So you don't have to rush to cut some of those guys now to create so much space. But, you know, you are going to have to get rid of some of these guys eventually to make room for Rule 5 guys and others as well. So that's where the Braves are right now with the 40-man roster. And, again, uh, one nothing Diamondbacks here in the 8th. It could all end tonight, and then five days later is when these decisions have to be made. So you got to be quick you know, right after the World Series, getting into all of this discussion—it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to getting into the off season. Off season is always fun, especially the first month and a half or so. And I'll be here with you—you you know, five days a week throughout the off to go over all of this together with you. All right, next, I'll turn my attention over to the comment chat, chat section for those who are live. I got questions about the Rule Five, Matzik, Grissom, Lopez, and others. We'll discuss those next. Hopefully we get at least one more game in this World Series. If we do, you can listen to it with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All right, getting into your questions, going to work backwards here. Hollywood says, what about Matzik? He is on the 40-man roster. He's one of those guys on the injured list right now that needs to be added five days after the World Series. He most certainly will be. Braves are hoping he comes back and is more like the vintage Matzik that we're used to seeing. Um, and hopefully you know, he's a big part of the bullpen this year. Uh, Nick Hildebridle says, what does options mean? So, um, certain players have minor league options. So if they're on the 40 man roster, you can send them, you can option them back to the minor league level. And during a season, you can do it, uh, five times a year. And then the sixth time you do that, you have to designate them for assignment. And then you get to do that for, I believe, three years Essentially, where you get to do that. And then once they're out of options, if you remove them for the 40 man roster, they become designated for assignment, could be, be picked up by other teams. So that's what we mean by options. We're talking about minor league options, you know, being able to send a player back to the minor league level without losing them through waivers. AG7, I think either Grissom or Shoemaker are traded this winter, especially if Lopez is tendered. I would agree with that. I would obviously lean towards Shoemake. I just don't think there's a lot of confidence in him right now with the bat. I think he'd be fine defensively. Um, But I could definitely see one of those two guys going. It does concern me a little bit because I just don't love the depth, you know, in the Braves system right now up the middle um, on the infield. But I could definitely see that happening. Uh, It was Michael Cox that asked about the Rule 5 draft. So, yeah, those are the – the key guys, Luis Avila, Jesse Franklin, uh, Geraldo Quintero is another one, but I don't think he's close enough that you really worry about a team picking him up and then Lugbauer are probably the guys I'd worry about the most. Cameron, if Grissom is just going to take up a spot on the roster and not get any chances like this past postseason, why not trade him for a nice starting pitcher? They may. I don't think you're going to get a great starting pitcher. I think you're going to get a fourth or fifth starter. For Grissom. I mentioned, you know, like a JP Sears from Oakland. I think that'd be the level of pitcher you're going to get unless you're going to package Grissom, you know, with an Owen Murphy, with, you know, a JR Richie, somebody, you know, another pitcher uh, at the top of your organization. I don't think you're going to get that big of a return for Grissom. I personally would rather keep him, you know, start working him out in left field, work him in different positions, find ways to get him at bats, become that super utility guy. Um, Hollywood thoughts on Grissom and Lopez kind of already talked about that uh, Grissom and Lopez isn't a great comparison because they each do opposite things. If you could combine the two, uh, you'd have your starting shortstop, but Lopez, you know, he's going to be on the bench for his defense. You're not going to bring Grissom up unless I, I, I brought up the situation in the scenario earlier that if Arcia or Albies had to miss significant time, like say they were going to, you know, they broke something, we're going to miss a couple of months. Um, I think you'd see Grissom come up and start every every day or perhaps come up in some type of platoon role like they did. I believe it was, I believe it was Albies that went out uh, late in this past year and they brought up Grissom and they kind of platooned Lopez and Grissom. I don't necessarily agree with that, with bringing up Grissom and using him in the short side of a platoon, but I think that's probably how they would handle that situation. Could they, uh, Michael Cotts? Could they release Lopez and then try to sign him for less money? You could, um, you know. But then he's a free agent and he can sign with anyone. And if he thinks there's a better shot, clearer path for him to play somewhere else, I would imagine he would take that. Cameron Dickens says Chavez is the man. I hope they can bring him back on a minor league deal. Lady Braves also says love Jesse Chavez. Hope the Braves bring him back. Um, Katie, Cody Cooper, Jesse Chavez could retire, but if not, bring him back. I thought I read somewhere where he wants to keep playing. So uh, if he wants to keep playing, he better do it for the Braves because it's the one team that he can be successful with. Uh, Joe Reese says, uh, we talked about that one, the Sirocco one. Um, Cody Cooper, 2024 has got to be Sirocco's last chance with the Braves. Well, it certainly will be because he'll be a free agent after 2024 unless he just – Somehow, well, he can't do that because he's out of options, so he can't even stick in the minors all year. Um, Matt Carter Allard, another one of those guys who will give us a five ERA, a dime, a dozen. I agree, but he's the dime that you have right now. And again, if you have contractual control over him and a cheap cost, and he has options left, that's still very, very valuable to have a warm body to bring up in a spot start. You got a double header or something, uh, that still has some valuable value, and you already have. I don't, I don't disagree. You could go out and get another Colby Allard, you know, relatively easily. But again, if you have him and he has the experience that he does at the big league level and he has the options, I just still think there's value in that. Uh, M. Pat says, "I know Von Grissom has been a huge topic of debate, but I feel like he should have a spot on the roster. You got to at least consider him as utility kind, kind of like Martín Prado." I'm right there with you. I've said, I think for over a year now that I view him in that Chris Taylor type of role. Uh, you know, let him start playing in the outfield, let him play at different positions, find ways to get him some at bats and get him in there, get him four or five starts a week, and then keep him around in case somebody does get injured and you can throw him in the lineup every day to fill in when needed. I, I think Von Grissom is more valuable with the Braves than whatever value he could bring you in a trade. Like I said, unless you're pairing him with a top prospect in a, in a bigger type deal, I think Von Grissom still brings the Braves more value than he does in a trade. Uh, Cameron Dickens, what's going to happen with uh, Jesse Chavez? Love that dude. Again, hopefully he's he's going to come back, some sort of minor league deal with the Braves. AG7, Allard could be sent outright to AAA. Hasn't shown anything to risk being claimed on waivers. It's true, he could certainly clear, and they could outright him uh, to AAA like they did with Heller and like they did um, with Velazquez. It's a possibility, but... Pitching is scarce, I'm telling you. And pitching, you know, who has experience, that's just teams don't want to let that go. And, again, it's solid depth that the Braves have. Um, Joey Me says, Allard probably stays, has options for starting pitching depth. Ian as well. Uh, we will pitching in 25, and he could be a dude. Yeah, Ian's – hopefully somebody comes back from injury that he is still really, really good. Um. Cody Cooper disagrees. Thinks it's time to pull the plug on Ian Anderson. I think you got to at least see what he looks like coming back. Matt Pe- Matt Pat says, Sam Hilliard had good flashes, came through in some of his opportunities this past year. Appreciate what he did contributing, uh, given his opportunities. Yeah, I agree. And I think Blake Newsom had said that at the at the top. Thanks for the memories for Sam Hilliard. Um, yeah, Sam Hilliard had some good moments, much like um, Travis DeMeritt as well. I believe either last year, or maybe the year before, Had some good moments. You need players like that during the season that come up and kind of contribute. You're not expecting it. Uh, Certainly good to have guys like like that. Michael Patterson, hey, Jake, first time watching you on live stream. Good luck in fantasy football this week as you and I can't afford to lose too many more to try to sneak into the non-Tullet Bowl playoffs. Yeah, it's been a rough go for me in fantasy football. I think I've watched maybe two NFL games all year as well, so that's probably not helping. Uh, it, it looks like the Dimebacks get out of a jam here. It's one, nothing going to the bottom of the eight. So snake's still alive. Hopefully they can get some runs going here. All right. We'll see if you've got any more questions here at the end as I scroll back through, um, Joe, me rule five guys are guys drafted or signed in 2018. So it depends on what age they are when they're signed. I believe it's, it's if it's, if they're 18 or younger, when they're signed, they get, you know, then it's five years before they're Rule 5 eligible. If they're 19 or older when they're signed, it's four years or more before they become R- Rule 5 eligible. Michael Cox, might the Braves try to stay under the uh, luxury tax penalty in 24 by keeping more of the minor league leaguers instead of more expensive MLB players? I think so. I'll probably do another or separate podcast on that as well, looking at the luxury tax. But I think the Braves you know, may try to stay under Uh, You don't want to do it three years in a row. Obviously, they did it this year, so could do it again next year. But then the year after that, it's when you really don't want to get those penalties. Brad Clifford looks like Will Smith set to win his third ring in a row with three different teams. That's just incredible. Um, Cameron Dickens would love to see Grissom in left field. Michael Cox, what are your thoughts on Keyshawn Ogens? He seems to be having promising bat uh, but his defense at shortstop is questionable. I know he's having a pretty good Arizona Fall League. Not a prospect that's really been on my radar, but maybe I'll give him some looks this offseason. Aaron um, Gucci says, I live in Wisconsin. I've seen RCA play with the Brewers. He has good years and bad years. and they need to keep Grissom and develop him because they're going to need him. I-, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, you know, RCA was fine last year. And like I said, when the decision was made, I think he can be fine. And it's not somebody that's going to kill you, but I don't. You know, I don't think he's a long-term option at shortstop. Four putt, I would love for them to trade for Byron Buxton. uh, I don't see that. It's just, unfortunately, just an injury-riddled career. What do the the Braves do if Ron Washington leaves? I don't know. That would be a huge loss. Uh, You know, you look at past three off-seasons. You lost Freddie Freeman. You lost Dansby Swanson. You lose Ron Washington. That feels almost as big as losing... Those two guys, um, Matthew Carter, do we extend free this offseason? I say no, um, we'll definitely talk more about that throughout the offseason. Wayland Mercy, do you think pineapple should go on pizza? Absolutely not, but if that's your thing and you enjoy it, certainly go for it. Four put says something about Bauer, and so I want to end on that note because on tomorrow's episode, if I feel good enough, I got to go to the dentist tomorrow, we'll see how things go. I plan to do a full episode on Trevor Bauer, so I know a lot of you have been asking about him. I'll cover that on Thursday's episode of Locked On Braves, so make sure you tune back in for that. Thank you so much for joining me here at Locked On Braves, whether you join live or watching or listening to the replay. Thank you so much for all your support here. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media at shortstopball and Locked On underscore Braves, and we will talk to you next time.